0: G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast and our Christmas 2021 series. Come and listen. Today we're talking about the Messiah's invitation. From Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1 to chapter 56 verse 8. Come, everyone who thirsts to the waters... Come, he who has no money, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Turn your ear and come to me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander to the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you don't know, and a nation that didn't know you shall run to you, because of Yahweh your God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek Yahweh while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to Yahweh, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says Yahweh. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from the sky, and doesn't return there, but waters the earth, and makes it bring forth and bud, and gives seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing I sent it to do. But you shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace, The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up to the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to Yahweh for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Thus says Yahweh, Keep justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man and woman who does this, and the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath from profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Neither let the foreigner who has joined himself to Yahweh speak, saying, Yahweh will surely separate me from his people. Neither let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus says Yahweh, To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, and choose the things that please me, and hold fast my covenant, To them I'll give in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than of sons and of daughters. I'll give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the foreigners who join themselves to Yahweh, to minister to him, and to love the name of Yahweh, to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath from profaning it and holds fast my covenant, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord Yahweh who gathers the outcasts of Israel says, Yet will I gather others to him, besides his own who are gathered. Remember from day 8 this, that we talked about the city of God to come Where all those who believe will live and worship the Lord God Almighty forever. Who is this invitation for? This invitation to join is to all people of all races and nationalities of all time. But they have to respond to the call. Hence, come, see and taste. Verse 1 says, Come, cries Almighty God through the prophet Isaiah. Come, the gates to my city are open to all who would believe. There is no entry charge. It's free. This food is free for all. What is this food? It is God's mercy and his pardon. Mercy from God and pardon for sin for all those who would respond to the call that God has put out. And this is the everlasting covenant, Isaiah 55 verses 5 to 6, or the new covenant we have talked about, and was proclaimed by other prophets such as Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Just as each of the previous covenants had a symbol to authenticate the agreement, so does this. Noah's covenant had the rainbow, Abraham had circumcision, and Moses had the sprinkling of blood. This new and everlasting covenant will also have a sign. The sign is disclosed in chapter 55 verse 13 as an everlastingly transformed universe. Amazing! This is the climax of Isaiah so far. This is why the Messiah's servant must suffer in Isaiah 53. This new everlasting covenant does not cancel the other covenants out, but rather fulfills them. The final result of the Messiah's servant's work will be everything that Almighty God has promised, and all promises of Almighty God will find their Amen, their so be it, in the servant. And what are the results of this everlasting covenant? Because of this new covenant, this new everlasting covenant, even though Israel will go into exile, they will return from it stronger and be restored. As in Isaiah 55 verses 4 to 5, David was made a witness to the covenant and leader of people. So too will Israel. Once restored to the land, this Messiah servant will come from Israel and Israel will be used to conquer people spiritually for the almighty God. And this is no dream, hallucination, or fantasy, as some of the people of Israel would be thinking. But the thoughts and mind of God is so much higher than mere mortal humanity. For as Isaiah 55 verses 8 to 9 states, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says Yahweh. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Just as plants grow when rained upon, so too will almighty God's plans grow. His word has gone out and it will not return with nothing, Isaiah 55:11. His word has power to speak the universe into existence in the beginning. His word will bring a restoration from exile, a redeemed creation and a renewed world, Isaiah 55, verses 12 to 13. It will be a place of tremendous joy and excitement. You can feel Isaiah's excitement as he writes. So come quickly, everybody. It is with a sense of urgency that Isaiah speaks these words of God. Decisions must be made, but the guests must come. The spiritual food of mercy and pardon is available to all, but the offer must be taken up, must be responded to. If the offer is rejected, then the consequences are disastrous for the person who does not believe and respond to the call. That is why the command to seek while God can be found. For there will come a time when the gates will be closed and no more admittance allowed. And what are the features of this everlasting covenant? The hallmarks. Two of the characteristics are justice and openness. Justice. Isaiah 5 7 tells us that God has looked for justice but found only injustice and suffering. Those who respond to this everlasting covenant, this call, will need to administer justice and live obedient lives. They are to do this because God's righteousness is about to be disclosed. Isaiah 56 verse 1. They are to live an obedient life to Almighty God, not in order to earn salvation but rather as a hallmark of having agreed this new covenant with God and to symbolize that they are God's people. And there will also be openness. This offer is open to all. Just as the nation of Israel was always meant to be a light of God to the nations, so too are the people of the new covenant. They are to be a light to every nation of God's goodness and glory, extending an invitation to all to join in this life of the new covenant. They were to accept all those who chose to accept the offer of being bound to God Almighty through this new covenant, Isaiah 56, 3 and 6. An obvious example is that of the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts 8, verse 26 to 40. This man was a eunuch from a foreign land. According to Isaiah 56, 4 to 7, he was to be welcomed by other acceptors of this new covenant. All this resulting from the work of the Messiah Servant. And how is Jesus again this Messiah? Let's see again from his own life and his words, how Jesus is this Messiah Servant. This Jesus welcomes the burdened. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 Come to me all you who labour and are heavily burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Are you burdened down with cares, stresses, and strains? Come to Jesus today, and let him take them. Are you hungering and thirsting after righteousness? Then come to Jesus, who said such a thing in Matthew 5, verse 6. This Jesus, who offers living water and is the bread of life, John 7.37-38 Now on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, from within him will flow rivers of living water. Or John 6.35 Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Are you seeking God? Then seek, ask, you will find. Matthew 7, 8 For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. This is the Jesus who said in John twelve forty six, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me may not remain in the darkness. What's more he said that all those who follow him are also lights to the world. Matthew 5.14, you are lights of the world. That's why Jesus gave the command in Matthew twenty eight eighteen to twenties, for his followers to go into all the world to tell about him. And also as part of this fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah that we've been reading about, and the fulfilling of the covenants, frequently this jesus christ the suffering servant the messiah said that he was to fulfill what was written one example of this is luke 18 31 to 33 he took the 12 disciples aside and said to them behold we are going up to jerusalem and all the things that are written through the prophets that is the old testament concerning the son of man will be completed for he will be delivered up to the Gentiles." will be mocked treated shamefully and spat upon they will scourge and kill him but on the third day he will rise again primarily though are jesus's words in luke chapter 22 whereby jesus instituted the sacrament of the holy communion luke 22 19-20 he took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in memory of me. Likewise, when he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. Christians are to do this regularly, as a remembrance of Jesus until he comes again. The bread symbolizes his body broken on the cross as a suffering servant, and the wine symbolizes this suffering servant's blood shed on the cross. Furthermore, it has other symbolic meanings, all of which symbolize the new everlasting covenant, a covenant guaranteeing salvation. Amongst these meanings are that it symbolizes fellowship with other believers in the worldwide church, in openness and integrity. It symbolizes our dependence on Jesus Christ, the suffering servant Messiah, for spiritual life and spiritual food. And we also receive the benefits of his sacrifice as the suffering servant. And finally, it signifies in the new covenant for Christians to tell all others of this offer, to come and join before the gates are closed. It is urgent. It is also for Christians to live an obedient, righteous life to God Almighty, to love justice and to be welcoming to all. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to Partaker's Podcast. Our Christmas book, God Gets His Hands Dirty, is available on Amazon. Go to www.pulptheology.com and you will find it there. Have a great day. See you later.